Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Coffee with Clarissa on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Coffee with Clarissa. The Seed Bank is a conservation research and education facility in the Singapore Botanic Gardens that focuses on conserving plant species by preserving the seeds and germplasm of plants in Southeast Asia. The bank was launched by the National Parks Board and the facility can store the seeds of up to 25,000 plant species, about half the total number of species in the region. Money FM 89.3 welcomes Zach Wilson, Managing Director of Alpha Tech, to discuss the Seed Bank's role in preserving biodiversity, the reception of the Seed Bank, and its future plans for expansion. Zach, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, very honored to be here. It's, it's a pleasure to have you, and I am really looking forward to the education that's going to come in the next 15 minutes or so. Now, the average Singaporean, like myself, understands kind of, sort of, what the point is of a seed bank. But maybe you can elaborate and unpack it for us. Yeah, so I think the the beauty of the specifically the Singapore Seed Bank is it's really focused on protecting the biodiversity that we see in Southeast Asia, particularly Singapore, but also other places around the region uh, obviously are welcome to participate in this effort of preserving uh, the genetic material for the future. It's really for posterity. Mm-hmm. I think the beautiful value of the investment that was made in this project was it really is for the future. Mm-hmm. We don't know how climate change and other things will affect the very sensitive uh, ecosystems that we exist in here in Southeast Asia. And so this facility will make sure that, you know, 20 years from now, if something happens to the forest and we can't have durian anymore, that there's oh, that the genetic, that would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's a certain type of seed that's called a, a recalcitrant seed, mm-hmm. which is very difficult to um, actually seed bank. So the focus of the most seed banks around the world is focused on what they call orthodox seeds, which mm-hmm. are seeds that are really easy to store at 15 degrees, 15 percent relative humidity. Um, but I think where Singapore can stand out and be a leader in the marketplace of this enterprise is to understand how to store the unorthodox seeds. So that is the avocados, the durian, the papayas, uh, the guava. So things that are very difficult to store. And I think you have really amazing talent at the Singapore Botanic Gardens who will focus and, and I think create a really a new initiative in this area, um, which is exciting for Singapore to be kind of a leader on the world stage when it comes to that. Okay. When you say seed bank, you, these are living seeds, I guess. Or they are, yes. So We could plant them and, and hopefully bring back a certain type of like you said, durian, mm-hmm. if there's a problem and we've lost all our durian trees across the region. So there's two types of seeds, right? The, well, there's several different types of seeds, but the two primary focus ones is orthodox seeds. And those are the ones that, you know, a lot of seed banks around the world store them a certain way. It's, mm-hmm. that, it's that 15 degrees, 15% sure. relative humidity. So we dry them out, we put them into a dormant state. And then they can have a shelf life of 60 to 120 years, uh, depending on the different species. I'm probably taking a bit of a tangent now early in the interview, but what happens after 60 years? You know, between now when you store it and, say, 30 years down the road, do you plant some of it? Mm -hmm. So then you can then harvest... It's seeds a for- beautiful question and spot on as to the whole seed banking process, mm-hmm. which is you preserve a sample of uh, the various seeds. And then, yes, you take them out of storage and you, you determine their viability.
ability, mm-hmm. and that's part of how you determine: Do I need to go collect more? Do I need to actually grow this and try to get it to create more seeds? Right. So it really is not just we go collect seeds, we throw them in the bank, For and then years and forget about them. Yeah, exactly. It's a very much an iterative process, mm-hmm. and so that's why the staff uh, has to be very diligent about how they manage those. Uh, assets that they have put into the seed bank. So yeah, it's a, a viability test that's done. Um, there's several different ways to do it. It can be done via x-ray mm-hmm. just to determine whether the genetic material inside of it is intact, uh, whether the, the oil and water content is um, optimum. Uh, and then some of it is just planting it and seeing if it will actually germinate and grow. Better uh, to find out before an, you need it, right? Absolutely. And it's an ongoing effort and it requires um, you know diligence and a lot of very uh, intelligent people and uh, the process, um, yeah, it's an ongoing effort. Okay, so this is to ensure that we have the food that we need, regardless of what climate change does for us. And yeah, I think you mentioned food. A lot of the seed banks around Southeast Asia, like the one in Thailand, for instance, and then around the world, are focused a lot on food. Mm-hmm. I think that the seed bank in Singapore, and again, where it shows its leadership, is it's really trying to preserve biodiversity and the genetic diversity that we see. I mean, we have an extremely fecund ecosystem. It's just an amazing amount of biodiversity uh, in Singapore and Southeast Asia. But, you know, Singapore is where we're really focused. We don't know the chemical compounds and the elements that might be in these plants that someday might cure cancer, Mm -hmm. solve problems that we don't even know exist yet. So for us to preserve that, for future generations to understand and study. Mm-hmm. And we lose a species, we lose it forever. Right. So protecting that, again, for posterity, it's really investing in the future. And mm-hmm. I think recognizing that we don't know everything that we would love to know about the biome. So putting it in the seed bank enables us in future generations to say, hey, this lipid con- construct or this element, this um, you know, hormone inside this plant is sure. extremely important for not only plants, but also humanity. Right. So I think that's really the exciting part of it for us. And to have participated in the project was a, you know, really a, a great honor for us to be a part of it. Okay, we're speaking to Zach Wilson, Managing Director of Alpha Tech, to discuss the seed bank's role in preserving biodiversity, the reception of the seed bank and its future plans for expansion. It's interesting that you brought that up, that, you know, some of these these things, not, not um, top of priority food, but just to to retain and preserve that biodiversity, because I read an article recently about this woman who was who's basically now made it her mission to try to save as many fruit plants, fruit fruit trees in Malaysia that seem to be going away. She, she remembers trees and and fruits from her childhood that she doesn't see anymore. That they've gone, mm-hmm. we've lost them, and she's trying to go into the jungles and find as many of the examples of those fruits. Because they've stopped being planted, they've stopped being harvested as commercial fruits mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And she was saying how many we've, we've permanently lost that she just I, can't find. I think the, the estimate is 117 uh, critical species have been lost due to climate change and deforestation, mm-hmm. etc. So that's a significant amount and things that we'll never see again. And uh, so, yeah, I think what she's doing is admirable and noble and would love to talk to her, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go find that article. <laughs> I'm, I actually was, you know, sort of glancing at it because sustainability is an issue for me and, and one that's close to my heart. But I wasn't terribly switched on until I started reading about some of these fruits that she says we've lost mm-hmm. that I remember from my childhood because that's how old I am. But I digress. How has Alpha Tech worked 
to create and design the seed bank here in Singapore? Well, it was a, a very challenging project in the fact that it's a 100-over-year-old building on uh, what was originally the uh, Raffles campus, mm-hmm. right? Um, it was originally designed to be the dean's or the president or the principal's uh, house. Residence, yeah. I vaguely recall where it is. Uh, and it's uh, it was a, the structure of the building, the bones of it. It just – it was well built. It was mm-hmm. actually one of the first steel-reinforced structures, mm-hmm. um, steel-reinforced concrete structures in Singapore, which is kind of a nerdy engineer way. So it, it was really cool. <laughs> it was advanced for its time. Uh, and so when we got into it, we did a lot of non-destructive testing and x-rays and made sure that the facility could withstand and the load because mm-hmm. we're taking a hundred year old residence for just people and turning it into a state of the art lab. I mean, it's it's very much a functioning laboratory, mm-hmm. a scientific laboratory, and so validating that the uh, the bones of that structure were able to withstand what were we going to put it through because we've taken it and we've turned it into something uh, completely different. It was an interesting exercise of um, renovation, reparation, and working hand in hand really with U- uh, URA, the, their heritage board, to make sure that. We we were preserving and protecting uh, the cultural integrity of the building, mm-hmm. uh, working with SCDF because a 100-year-old building, you know, um, I think 100 years ago, fire safety was don't play with matches. I think today... Don't set fire it, to the exactly. house. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a problem. So today we need to make sure that people can shelter in, in safety, that we have um, proper firefighting means and mechanisms in place. So taking a 100-year-old building designed for residents and then turning it into really a state-of-the-art, state-of-the-industry laboratory for Singapore and for Singapore's future um, was a challenge. Uh, but I think it turned out really well. I mean, we... When we first walked into the facility, there was like two bees nests and half of the windows were termite ridden and mm-hmm. it was it was a heavy lift. It was a challenge. But right. um, yeah, we, we put in the effort and, and turned it into what I consider to be an other piece of what is one of the most beautiful places in Singapore, the Botanic Gardens itself. It's just one more crown, uh, one more jewel in the crown. All right. We're speaking to Zach Wilson, Managing Director of Alpha Tech. We're talking about the Seed Bank, its role in preserving biodiversity and the reception of the Seed Bank and its future plans for expansion. Before we go there, it's interesting because I've not seen it. So I have absolutely no picture in my mind about what to expect other than you have drawers of seeds or something Mm -hmm. like that. So walk us through. What would we see if we go visit the Seed Bank? So there's two different approaches to how you could experience the Seed Bank. I would advocate to come from the Botanic Garden side itself because mm-hmm. you have just emerged from, again, the gem of Singapore. And then you walk up this beautiful uh, walkway through sculptures and different types of seeds, uh, sorry, different types of plants that mm-hmm. are planted specifically to help you understand okay. uh, different ways that seeds are propagated, um, whether it be animal-based or they self-propagate or they use the wind or they use water. Mm-hmm. So each one of those things has been very thoughtfully put together um, and parks just does an amazing job of engaging with the public so if you can come from the botanic garden side and once you enter in you enter in through a very modern glass box and this was the part that we worked very hard with the heritage board at ura to make sure that we were doing it um, in a way that wasn't offensive and that would protect the integrity. But you start off in this very modern, beautiful glass box, and then you walk into this 100-year-old historic building, mm-hmm. which is absolutely charming beyond belief. I mean, it really has 
all the charm of a colonial building. I mean, all the shutters, all the, the, the roof, the way it's hung, the structure. It's just it's it's really an enjoyable experience just so from we'll an architectural standpoint. And we'll You'll see, see plants as you go in, yes. And then when you come in, then um, you walk by uh, some laboratories mm-hmm. where they do seed cleaning. So okay. when they go to the field, um, they collect the seeds, they bring them back, then they need to prepare them. So they they clean them, they remove all the chaff and things that are non-essential. Mm-hmm. And then they go into the drying room, mm-hmm. uh, which would be the next stage. So as you walk past the cleaning laboratory, then there's a, a nice foyer, and uh, then you can see into the dry room. And there's typically a scientist in there working on seed preservation. So a lot of times you'll go, you'll see people actively working okay. on the seed banking that process. Would be interesting. Yeah, it's very fun. And the seeds are gorgeous. That's the thing which really blew me away and I was very surprised by because I didn't know anything about seed banking before we started We're Asian, this project. We eat either. a lot of seeds. Yes. <laughs> but they're absolutely little beautiful pieces of artwork and so um, as you go around the facility and you go upstairs and walk through, we've done... Um, a lot of uh, hard work to pick the seeds that we think would be interesting to mm-hmm. the public so that you can just see the diversity and range and the structure and, and the size difference. I mean, there are seeds that are as, as big as a basketball, and then there are seeds that are so small, you need a microscope to see them. And we displayed a variety of those seeds through the place, mm-hmm. which I think comes back again to NPARC's uh, amazing uh, investment and effort to in- keep the public engaged and really create a facility that does what it has to do, mm-hmm. but also engages with the public and creates a uh, lasting memory. And something from if you're 80 years old or you're 8 years old or 3 years old, there's something in that facility that you're going to see and take away. Okay, speaking of the public, how has the public received it? What's the reception been like to the seed bank? From our, we have a people counter that's been set up so that we can actually track and monitor. Very, uh, you know, KPI Singapore. Let's make sure that we're really tracking. Yes. Um, we've had over 10,000 visitors uh, to the facility. Since July. Since July. Which great. I would consider is, is quite good. That's pretty and good, yeah. What I love about it, I've had a few visitors who've come over uh, to visit my wife and I while the facility's been open it and we've taken them there because we're very i'm extremely proud of what we've done and it's a beautiful facility and there's other facilities next door that you can go to well you go there and you have, you have germans and japanese and koreans and singaporeans of every generation so mm-hmm. it's a very diverse crowd um a lot of you know, uh, local Singaporeans are engaging with it, but then also seeing the tourists who come and like, wow, this is this is something really cool. Mm-hmm. And they go back and they say, wow, Singapore is really a leader in this. It's mm-hmm. it's a quite a magical experience. I love the fact that there's so many different ethnicities and groups and you know uh, ages of people that are engaging with the space and 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 learning and and having fun. I mean, it's a it's really an informative and and fun place to be. All right, which leads me beautifully into my last question about expansion plans. What are future plans for the seed bank? So very much, again, uh, back to the handing credit where it's due. This, the NPARC's uh, MINDEV has been very, um, very careful to make sure that they have the ability to grow. Mm-hmm. So when we designed the cold room, um, when we designed the dry room, they're interoperable. Mm-hmm. So if we needed two times a dry room mm-hmm. instead of one dry, one cold, we can switch the functionality mm-hmm. and then vice versa. So if we needed to expand, let's say that we get 25,000 species collected mm-hmm. and we say, let's do another 25,000, that facility can comp- completely stand on its own. Um, but we would need to grow elsewhere. And I think at that point, you probably would not 
choose a hundred year old historic building to try and retrofit <laughs> to be a scientific lab, you'd probably find an off site place. You might just build something. Exactly. Purpose. Yes. Purpose built. Um, <laughs> All right. We've had a, a wonderful education. I, I'm starting to understand what the seed bank is, uh, what it is for. And now you've um, given me some very compelling reasons to come visit. Please do. Thank you very much, Zach Wilson, Managing Director of Alpha Tech, for coming in and talking to us today at Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.